Welcome to In The Hunt Podcast. We will bring clarity to the complex game of golf. Start your path to better play today. This is Brian Bailey from Charlottesville, Virginia, and I'm joined with Mark Sweeney from Windermere, Florida, and we welcome you to The Hunt. Welcome to this week's episode of In The Hunt Podcast. I know last week I was on my own and I took you through the tournament rounds. But again, this week we're joined by Mark Sweeney, who's been on travels. Hey, Mark, tell us uh, what's been going on with you. Uh, yeah, I've been traveling. I was down at Honda Classic for a few days and um, doing some other stuff with Game Forge up in uh, New York. Um, <clears throat> worked with some new players out of Honda, which is always loads of fun. We got to experiment a lot with wind because uh, the wind can really blow down there. We really had to go out and figure out what the wind adjustment would be for all the aim point reads. Um, especially because you, you know, if it's blowing 10 miles an hour faster, you've got to be able to go make adjustments from that. Cause the wind will definitely be changing your break. And so we don't get, I don't get a whole lot of wind in Orlando to experiment with. So it was nice to go down there and actually have some pretty stiff breeze to, to figure out what's going on uphill, downhill, um, crosswind and making sure our adjustments were correct. So that that was great fun. And then, uh, did you, uh, did you get a chance to see any of the Honda? Were you out there? Or did you watch any on TV? <clears throat> I watched on TV. I, uh, I was, I didn't go out for the actual tournament. Um, it was a, it was an interesting tournament because as far as, uh, the winning profile, it was unlike one I've ever seen. Usually week in and week out, the winners look very similar in terms of ball striking and potting and scrambling. And, and this week, uh, or sorry, last week at the Honda Classic was Sung J.M winning he he made a lot of birdies but he also made more bogeys than usually uh, a player usually makes to win uh he, he really just played the same game he's been playing for the last six or eight months and ended up winning i think everybody else's game degraded a little bit with the the conditions but he actually just managed to kind of play the same game and that was enough to win um good ball striking uh good putting and uh just just you know the honda classic that tournament down there just just gets more bogeys out of players than most other tournaments very good, very good. So we're going to kind of do a little bit different. Instead of a tour breakdown this week, uh, we had a couple co- comments and uh, conversations with different coaches about what are some of the big trends, what are some of the big takeaways. Uh, the good fortune to sit down with a coach about uh, a week and a half ago, and we kind of started talking through stuff. And he really pushed me with this idea of, of what are some of the bigger trends that you see or to get players better faster. And that's really what we're trying to do here. And I think the number one topic that that uh, we kind of agreed on was the 50-50 rule. Uh, do you want to go and describe what that is, Mark? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, what we've seen is that you can kind of break down ball striking and, and conversions into kind of a 50% ratio, where 50% of all your greens and regulation, you really want to be inside 20 feet. Of those putts you have inside 20 feet, you want to make 50% of them, and then you really want to be scrambling at a rate of 50% also. So as, as, as the level of play gets harder and harder, that 50% kind of goes up closer to 60%. But if you're a, a regular competitive golfer or amateur golfer, it, that's a really good guideline for, for ball striking. So uh, you'd like to have, you know, seven to eight in positions around. If you're hitting 12 to 14 greens, you should have six to eight in positions around. Uh, and then of those, you want to make half of them. So at a tour level, you want to make three to four birdies. Um, at an amateur level, if you're only hitting 10 greens, you want five of them inside 20 feet, and you'd like to be making two to three birdies on that. The trend we kind of see across the board, just that conversion rate gets a little higher as the level of play gets better and better, but that's a really good benchmark for people to be thinking about. 
Exactly. And I think really where the I think the 50-50 rule is really exciting and for players you can take ownership quickly. And and the fact that you only, you know, you need to of, of the greens you hit, the old one of the oldest verbiages or stats ever kept was how many greens did you hit? Well, we here at Game Forge said that wasn't good enough. We need to have more information. So that's where our imposition, which are twenty foot and in circle, came about. Uh, so from your greens and regulation, I've never heard that fifty percent of your shots need to be twenty feet and in, due to the fact that majority of your putts, more than 85 percent of all birdie putts, come from that zone. So it's important that as a player, they need to be able to understand that to, for the odds to be in my favor, that if fifty percent of my greens and regulation are not inside of that circle, it really puts me behind the eight ball to score. And now I'm relying on a putter to do things that it's really not designed to do by making tons of putts outside of 20 feet. And now I haven't, you know, I hit, I hit 13 greens, but I didn't have the opportunities to truly make birdie. Uh, so I think this 50, 50 rule just kind of starts to highlight, especially as a junior moving to collegian, uh, collegian trying to get into the tour, starting to understand this progression of this is what you need to do to be able to, to compete, to have opportunities. It's something that I've certainly never thought of before. I always, I always knew, you know, greens and regulations is a good metric, but it's not enough information. Um, and if, if you're only hitting eight greens and regulation, but four of them are inside 20 feet and you're making two birdies, you're actually doing fairly well, except for the fact that you're only hitting eight greens and regulation. Uh, and it's just, it's almost impossible to shoot under par if you're only hitting eight greens because you have to scramble at such a high rate. And that's, gets a little bit unrealistic also. You can certainly do it on a certain round, but you're not going to do it long term over time. So to really get those scores, you know, below par on average, your your greens regulation have to be 12 to 14. Of those, you've got to have half of those at least inside 20 feet, and then you've got to make the putts also. So we see all the all the different pieces of golf coming together there to really be able to consistently shoot under par. And I think the most fascinating <clears throat> part is when we, we tell players, you know, uh, collegiately. As a junior, you, you know, ideally we need to make 50% of your putts 20 feet and in for birdie. And they all immediately look at us and go, we're crazy. Nobody does that. Yeah. Um, and what's fascinating, again, is as you as we have the data and as we look through it, you can definitely see that trend collegiately and then even professionally getting up to 60, even to win professionally. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Tommy Fleetwood from last week. He finished second, I believe. Uh, converted 71% of his BIP rate. So just just thinking of the what it takes and what they actually the amount of opportunities that they convert, uh, it, it's actually a really large number where most people really can't um, put their head around it. But once they start thinking about it and they start training to it, it's amazing how fast they get there. Yeah, I mean, even Sung Im who won, he only had six, barely over six in positions around, which is which is pretty low but he made 4.75 birdies per round on six in position. So he's converting at 75% did that all four rounds. So even though he, he wasn't in position as much as he'd like to, he made up for it with better putting and, and, uh, and better conversion rates. Very good. So now, now as a, as a player, if I'm listening to this podcast, like, okay, there's an in position rule, 50% of my greens, 50% of my conversions. Now, how am I going to take that? How can I prove upon that? So, you know, how can I take this to the range this afternoon when I when I get off of work? Or So I think there's some very simple steps. Uh, the first thing we need to do is look at uh, your greens and regulations, how many greens, and then we need to go ahead and start setting up the range so we can start attacking and trying to get that better. And that's an understanding of your, your densities, where do your, most of your shots come from. And that would be an area that you'd really want to target out the gate is the majority of my shots come between 120 and 150 yards. So we're really going to look at, trying to get our imposition numbers up highest there 
that way it'll have a tangible effect immediately on the golf game. Um, and there's a lot of ways you can do that. You can set up a, a radar system if you have one. You can set up cones uh, at the golf course if you have the ability to get out on the range and set that up. Or inside of GameForge, we actually show you finger dispersions. I can show you roughly by holding your arm out, looking at the width of your fingers uh, from your actual target, whether you're in the space or not. But really the goal would be I hit 50% of my approach shots 20 feet and in. So think about your next event you're going to or your home course. Start picking targets on the range that actually um, mirror where you're getting ready to play. And then from that, hit shots to it. One is, would it hit the green? And then two, the next question is, is it 20 feet and in? Am I giving myself the opportunities to be able to score? Because again, if I'm not hitting 12 greens and I'm not hitting six in positions, I'm really limiting my chances to create opportunities and to make birdie. What are your thoughts on that, Mark? Yeah, I mean, I, you see a lot of players go out and just kind of work their way through their bag with yardages. But, but you know, what we see the best players doing is they have the best approach accuracy on the shots they hit the most of. So you really have to know what shots you're hitting the most of. Um, and, and there's a spread between, you know, there's a little bubble inside 30 yards. And then depending on your level of golf, uh, you're right, you know, 120 to 150 college golf. You've got loads of shots on PJ Tour. It's higher. It's like 150 to 180. Um, but if, you, if you've got a lot of shots in there, you really want to make sure you're accurate at the shot you're going to have a lot of. I know it sounds obvious, but that is what the best players do. But I, I don't know if I see a lot of uh, college players or amateurs or juniors training with that in mind, um, especially when you go tournament to tournament. If you know what kind of shots you're going to have at an upcoming tournament, you really want to train those and make sure your in-position uh, rate is as high as it's supposed to be. And if not, you've got you to figure it out. You gotta figure out why. Exactly. So sometimes we'll see one range where a player has a dip where they're not where they're not hitting as many in position. Uh, we've seen that be an equipment problem before. Um, sometimes the, the player's just not comfortable with that club. Uh, but if they have a lot of shots, so they, they need to get they need to get comfortable. And and on the same lines, Mark, if I was so now I know I need to hit fifty percent of my shots <laughs> in position. That gives me opportunity to make birdie. What would be some things that you think you could take to the putting green? to try to get them to that 50% number of, of conversions. Yeah. I mean, the, the hard range to convert is that in position range, that kind of nine to 20 feet. Um, you've got to make sure all your pieces are working, your, your read, your aim, your line uh, at higher levels of golf. If your um, go for it. And if your par five scoring is good, you're going to have more 10 feet in. So you have a, a little bump on how many you have to practice inside 10 feet or inside eight feet for your blackjack numbers. But generally speaking, at the junior and amateur level or college level, they're going to have a lot more kind of 10 to 20-foot range. Um, and they need to go out and, and practice those and, and realize you're not going to make all of them, obviously. But if you're kind of randomly spreading balls around 9 to 20 feet, your goal really is to make at least half of those. Yeah. And, and again, that number sounds um, pretty large to people. But inside of training, that's really what, what needs to be trained and expected. Uh, is there, uh, um, you said between the nine and 20, why do we not want to pay attention as much outside of 20 and maybe even inside of that blackjack zone? What, what was the discrepancy yeah, between well, those targets? <laughs> well, outside 20, outside 20 feet, uh, you know, the best players in the world are just kind of neutral outside 20 feet. They have kind of the same number of one putts and three putts. So they're not really gaining shots out there. So, you know, at the college and amateur level, they're losing shots outside 20 feet. So, if you're an amateur golfer, you really want to make sure your speed is good and your lag putting is good, but you're really not generating birdies at that range. So as long as you're fairly neutral outside 20 feet, 
um, that's that's kind of top level golf. Inside 20 feet, you know, we always like to train to a higher number than we expect to achieve. So if if you if you want to get you know 50 percent conversions, everything inside 20 feet, you have to train to 60 percent because we know that your your uh, performance will degrade as soon as you go to a tournament. So we make it a little bit harder, obviously, at home than what we're expecting to see in a real tournament. Very good. And 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 kind of as a, as a recap, you know, the, the whole premise behind this was uh, the 50-50 rule is really a, an, an inclusive game that gets you to think about all parts of your golf game, your approaches, your opportunities, and actually your conversion rates. So I think if, if the player listening to this takes us out to the course, really trains with this mindset of, you know, if I can achieve this 50-50 rule, I can expect huge improvements inside my golf game. And yeah. that's really what we're here for. Yeah, it's forcing you to, to, to put it all together and not just go out and hit balls and work on ball striking. And, and the more a player understands that you do have to have all pieces working together to shoot really good scores. And you've got to train like that. And you've got to train the shots that you're going to hit. Uh, the more likely you are to actually achieve what you want. Well, very good, Mark. Thank you uh, for, for spending time again today. Uh, we want to thank everybody that has taken the time to listen to us at In the Hunt. Uh, we'd love to uh, keep getting feedback from you all. Um, push us where you guys want us to go. Uh, remember, our goal is to give you guys clarity to this complex game of golf. Start your path to better golf today. Thank you for joining In the Hunt, and we look forward to speaking with you next week.